Welcome back, everyone. As always, I hope everyone has had an easy and uneventful week, especially if you work in healthcare. I know it's getting real crazy out there right now with everything that's going on, but just hang in there, stay strong. It's going to pass eventually. I worked St. Patrick's Day night, and around 3 p.m. during the day, the governor of Florida came on and said that all bars and all restaurants were to be closed at 9 p.m. So going into the shift, I thought it was going to be, you know, a pretty easy and uneventful evening, you know, because it was St. Patrick's Day. Normally everybody's out, but it was going to be closed. Yeah, it turns out I was wrong. We had probably seven car accidents that night. Two of those were rollovers. We had six trauma alerts total. We put three of those on helicopters and flew them out to neighboring county hospitals. There's even a film crew riding with our sheriff's department right now. So I'm going to be in an episode of whatever they're shooting. I mean, that night it was just crazy. But with all the craziness, I figured I would talk about the coronavirus or COVID-19 as they are now calling it. And I want to give you my opinion about it. And I'm just going to give you what I think is going to come from all the hype that they're giving it. So stick around, stay tuned, and I hope you might learn something from this. I hinted about COVID-19 a little bit in my infectious disease podcast and how we dealt with it. But now this is going to be focused on COVID-19 itself. So what do we really know about this virus? Probably the biggest and most concerning effect this virus has is it creates the inability for the host to breathe. Shortness of breath is the biggest worry from this virus. But other symptoms include a fever, cough, and now some people are even saying diarrhea. So really, I guess it is a good thing everybody went and bought up all that toilet paper. But we also know that symptoms can arise anywhere from two days after exposure till two weeks after exposure. So what that means is you could have been exposed to it, the virus is now living inside your body, but you don't have symptoms yet. So you continue on with everyday life. And let's just say seven days later, you finally start showing symptoms. Well, now everyone you have come into contact with within those past seven days has been exposed to it. And now they could potentially have it. And that is why this virus is spreading so quickly. It's because people who are sick, who don't know they are sick, are still doing their everyday life and spreading it unknowingly. COVID-19 is a brand spanking new virus. There's a lot of research that, that points towards saying it was created in a lab and somehow it was released from the lab and has spread rapidly. There's also three groups that are going to be the most affected by the virus, and that is very young children, the elderly, and people with immunodeficiency disorders. 
So why is everyone freaking out about this? Really, there's two reasons to it. The first one, like I said, it's a brand new virus. And the second reason, because of the rapid infection rate, not only through the origin country of China, but now throughout the entire world. Is there a reason to be stockpiling food and household goods? No, I don't really think so. From all the studies that I have read and the research I have done, you know, to even the doctors on the news, there's no evidence in supporting that COVID-19 is more dangerous than anything that we have already had going around before. It's just another form of the flu virus. Now, influenza, the flu virus we have every year here in the United States, has killed more people since COVID-19 first got out. We are only afraid of this because it's a new virus. You know, if we were really concerned about dying, why don't we do something about all the influenza deaths? Everyone just needs to calm down, take a breath, stop listening to the media. You need to listen to the doctors, the scientists, and the laboratory technicians. Those are the people with the cold, hard facts. Those are the three groups of people that are doing all the research on this. And don't just listen to one person. Go and listen to three or four different doctors or scientists. All of them might agree. All of them might disagree. Some, you know, might agree with one another. You know, you just never know. But listen to everyone and then... You can make a decision that is best suited for you and your family. Don't let someone else make a decision for you. When you start to panic, that's when problems happen. Just look at the grocery stores. People flocked in by the hundreds and bought out entire stores. Now, you have hundreds of people in a confined space so close together. If one person has COVID-19 and didn't know it, that is the perfect place for the virus to spread rapidly. And that's how it spreads so fast in China, Japan, Italy. You just have to look how they live. Super close together. So many people crammed into a city block. It's the absolute perfect place for a virus to spread. But also, when you go and buy out grocery stores like that, now the supplier of the stores has to work like quadruple times as hard to make sure they can get all their appropriate goods into the stores again. But eventually, that supplier is going to run out. Then we will be waiting weeks, if not months, for stores to get filled again. Just take a step back, relax, do your normal shopping, monitor yourself, and know everything is going to be fine. Now, how can you prevent yourself from getting the virus? It's the same as preventing any other virus or infection. The biggest thing to do is wash your hands. Wash your hands with a good antibacterial soap and use proper hand washing techniques. When I went through EMT school, we had a whole lesson and we had tests about proper hand washing. 
hand washing properly is the most effective way to combat germs. We as humans, we do everything with our hands. You know, we use them to eat with. Some people bite their nails. If our face itches, you know, we reach up there and scratch it. Keeping your hands clean with soap and water should be priority number one. Hand sanitizer is okay. Hand sanitizer will kill bacteria. But when it dries, the germs stay on your hands. Whereas if you wash your hands with soap and water, the soap brings the germ germs off your hands and the water washes it away. But if hand sanitizer is all you have in the moment, use it. It will kill stuff. If you have access to masks, wear a mask, but you have to make sure it's a proper mask. An N95 mask is the best mask there is. There's a lot of people that call it a duckbill mask, and that's because it is orange and it literally looks like a duck's bill. The N95 mask prevents air particles from being inhaled when you breathe in. The, the weaving is so fine on the N95 mask that it will stop viruses from being inhaled. And I know what you're thinking. Well, all masks do that. Well, no, you would be wrong. If you go and buy a mask from any home improvement store, those masks are specifically designed to stop dust particles. So a construction mask does not stop the transmission of a virus. It only stops the bigger dust particles. And then you can say, well, you know, what about surgical masks? Surely those stop it. Again, no. When doctors and nurses are in the OR performing surgery, the OR is already a sterile environment. So the doctors and nurses, they don't care what they inhale, but they care about what they exhale. They don't want to contaminate the sterile environment, so surgical masks are designed to prevent air particles from escaping the mask. That's why if you go to a doctor's office and you, you're sick, they'll give you a surgical mask in the waiting room. So if, if you sneeze or cough, you know the mask stops it from spreading to other patients in the room. An N95 mask is what you want to have the best shot at preventing illness. I know most of y'all that listen are either in the medical field somewhere or are thinking about getting into the medical field. So what does that mean for us? We have to take precautions with every patient, whether they have traveled outside of the country, inside the country, or they've just stayed at home. We have to make sure our equipment is cleaned, you know, just clean, 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 clean. We have to clean it at the start of our shift. We have to clean the stretcher and the monitor after every single patient that we transport to the hospital. And then we clean it again at the end of the shift. Now is not the time to be lazy. We already have a shortage of paramedics and EMTs. The communities we serve cannot afford to lose us out on the road. 
So me personally, what do I do? Every patient, I wear eye protection, I wear the N95 mask, and of course I wear gloves. But I also now put a surgical mask on every patient, whether COVID-19 is suspected or not. This past week, we lost two more crew members to quarantine because they came into contact with a patient who tested positive for COVID-19. I know the crew that went on that call, and I asked them, I was like, hey, what did the call notes say? Did it say take precautions for the coronavirus? And he told me no, because all they got called for was a fall. Now, our dispatchers and even us now on the road, we are trained to ask the patient if they've recently traveled, if they've been into contact with someone who has recently traveled, or if they have a fever. And the fall this crew ran on, the patient answered no to all those questions. Now, this crew has been exposed and is off the road for two weeks. So in total, so far, that makes five employees where I work now that are in quarantined. And there are, so far, only three confirmed cases of COVID-19 in the county I work in. Every call now, I go in with a mask on. Healthcare is a dirty, gross profession, and we need to make sure we protect ourselves. Especially if you have a spouse, kids, or someone with a compromised immune system at home. We don't want to keep spreading it around. We especially don't want to spread it around to our loved ones. Our job is to fight it, not spread it. I hope this answered some of y'all's questions you might have had about it, and I hope this brings a little bit of peace of mind to you. It's not that bad of a virus. It's another flu, but not as deadly. You can always ask me more questions on Instagram at emt underscore life underscore podcast. I will always answer. I always do my best to answer as quickly as possible. And I always want to give you the best answer I can give you. Just know everyone's going to be fine. It will pass eventually. With that said... I wish everyone a fantastic weekend, and God bless.